0: everyone. I hope you're doing well today. Thank you so much for joining me once again on Solutions with Anna Donahue. We just got back from a retreat, and I'm going to give you excerpts from that retreat. It was called Hidden Riches of Secret Places, based out of Isaiah 45.3. Now, the only reason I can do excerpts is that thing got so deep and so rich, and I'm going to put it into two shows, but Whew! I hope you love this. Let me give you a quick backstory historically on what was happening. So here's Isaiah giving this scripture. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places so that you will know that I, the Lord, am God who's calling you by your name. Paraphrasing there. This was written by the prophet Isaiah 200 years before it was even delivered to the person, now follow me, to the person who was about to deliver the children of Israel out of Babylonian captivity. This is wild. You talk about providence, you talk about our God knowing us, knowing what he's doing, this should give you great encouragement. The story goes that Daniel, who's also Daniel, Daniel in the Lion's Den, is reading the scrolls. He sees the text that, wow, the children of Israel, after 70 years of Babylonian captivity, are ready to come home. He then realizes the scripture even gives the man's name who's going to do the releasing. And it was a Persian king named Cyrus. So Daniel takes the scrolls and says to Cyrus at that time, hey, This was written 200 years before you were even on the earth. You're the one, Cyrus. You're going to deliver the children of Israel out of Babylonian captivity. Says that Cyrus was blown away. Can you imagine? And he says, oh my gosh, I guess I better do this. Here's another continuing. Records then record from Jewish history that Cyrus did indeed free the Jews. And he granted them permission to rebuild their temple. On the exact day Cyrus gives the decree, his soldiers back in Babylon unearthed vast amounts of silver and gold—I will give you treasures of darkness—that the king of Babylon had hidden in the Euphrates River. Here we have Cyrus, at the time a pagan king. He didn't know Elohim, our god— So he, I think it's so neat because that's also written why the Lord kept saying, I'm doing this, Cyrus. I'm going to unearth these treasures of darkness and hidden riches stored in secret places so that you will know that I am the Lord. I am God. Not all that other stuff you worshiped. Quickly, Ezra tells us in Ezra, where is it? One verse two, that Cyrus Fulfilled his purpose. We know this. It says, thus says Cyrus, king of Persia in Ezra one, verse two, the Lord God of heaven, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. Somehow he's recognizing the true Lord has given me all the kingdoms of the earth. And he has charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Cyrus fulfilled that purpose 200 years before he's even to the earth. So let's look at this a little more and bring it to present day. That, I love that. I'll give you treasures of darkness, hidden riches that are stored. They're stored. They're already there in secret places so that you will know he is the Lord God. This is God's cry. He's got things hidden for you and for me that he just wants us to come digging and find them. Well, where are they? Uh, they're stored in secret places. They're treasures of what you might think would be dark times, but they're waiting for you to find them. I'm going to go through some scriptures on this first show and show you what seemed dark, but how there was a treasure hidden in it. Also, powerful truth that I just got ignited about that's going to back all this up. Psalm 139, 12 Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day. This is going to make you shout. For darkness is light with you. God, it seems dark in here, but it says it's not dark to you. Show me the hidden treasure in it all. Show me the light in it all. Let's look at some of these scriptures. And you see how, whoa, it seemed dark and as these men and women of God pressed, there was a treasure hidden in that darkness, waiting to be discovered. Let's look. These will all be on your screen. Think about Genesis 1:2, when God was hovering over the face of the deep. There was chaos everywhere, dark. And God was there, hovering. And that's when He did creation. Let there be. Are you in a chaotic time? Dark? Let there be. Your God comes in to that dark time. Keep going. Exodus 19, 24, Moses. He gets the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai. The mountain was covered with a thick, dark cloud. Interesting. Just saying, even the dark was not dark to God. Exodus 3 7. We find Moses sees a burning bush in a secret place. That might have scared someone. There's God in Midian, and he's in a burning bush. Even the darkness is not dark to you, God. What about Genesis 17? Just going through my Bible. Abraham, the father of our faith, he cuts an eternal covenant with God, the Bible says, at night. Even the darkness isn't dark to God. Where are you? Is it dark? It's not dark to God. Press in like these men and women of God are doing and did. And they found the treasure hidden in that dark time. Elijah, 1 Kings nineteen nine through 18, stands inside a dreary cave. And who comes by but God himself? God challenges him to come out of that cave, that dark time. Ooh, that's a prophetic, that man, that is a prophetic word for you. Now I love cave dwelling because I love the life of David. (laughs) I go into my cave for my quiet time. But in this regard, come out of that cave, brother and sister, come out. It's dark in there. I know the darkness is as light to God, but I can feel him saying, come out of that cave. He's got something to show you your perspective. Ooh, my goodness. Your perspective got off. Your perspective stayed strictly on the darkness, strictly in the cave. Come out into the light of God. He spoke a fresh word to Elijah. Come out, and he'll speak a fresh word to you. Goodness gracious. I could stop right there, but I'm going to keep going. Judges, what about Gideon? He was in a wine press. It was a hole in the ground, and the angel of the Lord appears to him. The darkness is not dark to God. Psalm 17, 3, David says, you visited me in the night. Press. God, what are you showing me? I need to see light in the midst of this darkness. The shepherds at night, Luke 2, 7, they came late at night. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Garden of Gethsemane. It was dark. It was dark in Gethsemane. But God pressed on for us. He knew there was light coming. Just a few more, and we'll close out show one, but I hope you're getting the picture. Acts 16, 22 through 36, Paul and Silas at midnight. They're in a prison, getting their brains beat out, beaten up, bleeding at midnight. They got free. They sang praises to God, and the angel of the Lord comes and sets them free. Revelation 1-9, the apostle John's at Patmos, shipped there because of the word of God. What happens at Patmos, this lonely little island, and he's by himself. God appears to him, gives him the book of Revelation. Even the darkness is not dark to you. What's God trying to show you in your dark moment? A few more Genesis 41, 37 through 44. Joseph gets out of that prison. In the prison, he practically takes the oath of office to become next to the prime minister. Daniel in the lion's den finds peace that passes all understanding. That's Daniel 6.22. In the lion's den, (laughs) a dark time with lions surrounding him. He finds God. Hope you're getting this. What's happening in your world? What's happening in your dark time? John Bunyan in prison for 12 years. I'm almost finished. He sits in the cell. A dark time, seemingly, but to God it's not dark. Even the darkness is as light to you. And he writes Pilgrim's Progress, one of the most influential and popular books of our time next to the Bible. Oh, my goodness. Fanny Crosby loses her eyesight, but even with darkened eyes, she penned more than 8,000 songs. Now, this was a line that I had heard a preacher say that I went wild over. Before Saul became Paul, now keep following me, he saw. He has eyesight. He's killing all these Jews. One knee has dark moments on the road to Damascus. On the road to Damascus, God appears to him. Even the darkness is not dark to you. God appears to him. He becomes Paul the apostle. So the line that I love is: Saul had eyesight, but after the dark, seemingly dark time. He becomes Paul and gets insight. I love that. From eyesight to insight. Those dark times can do that for you. They're about to become light, those dark times. Press, keep pressing. Maybe your darkness is found in the late night of your bedroom when you're praying and you're pressing in for a child or a parent. What seemed dark to you turns into, oh, the most glorious prayer time, because God reveals something to you. God shows something just to you. Maybe you found yourself in that dark prayer closet, and you found grace to forgive someone who hurt you deeply. Man, that's where the dark becomes light again. Even the darkness isn't dark to God. It's light to God. You found grace to forgive. A couple more, and we'll close it out. I thought about this. I love this. These hidden treasures, right, that you're not seeing with the natural eye. Maybe a hidden treasure or darkness coming to light. You're able to see something someone else doesn't see. I think of a dilapidated building and you see a church or you see a mission house or you see a business opportunity. No one else can see it. God hid it from them just to reveal it to you. Open your eyes. What are you seeing? Even the darkness is not dark to you. Or I thought about this. What about people? Maybe someone has discarded someone, thrown them out, a people group, said they're not worth it. And to you, you said, wait a minute, I see treasures in these, this people group, or that group, or that person. I see a treasure. Aren't we, what was that, Jars of Clay? Used to have that song. Um, can't think of the title right now, but Jars of Clay had a song about treasures in earthen vessels. Maybe you see a people group. Maybe someone has triggered you And God's trying to open your eyes to see there's a treasure in that person. There's something hidden that only you're going to be privy to, able to see. I will give you treasures of darkness, hidden riches. They're stored, keyword, they're stored up in secret places. And you'll discover them because you're crying out for them. And you'll know... It's the Lord, your God, who did this just for you. Whew! That is show number one. I'm going to give you some other treasures that you'll discover in show number two. But right now, let me pray for you. I hope you love this. I'm just all charged up sitting here. Father, for that viewer, for the listening podcast person, God, who is saying, God, it's dark in here. Father, as they cry out for your light, because even the darkness is light to you, will you show them? Show them you. Show them the hidden riches, the treasure that's stored in that darkness for them. Show them, Father, and we thank you that you'll do it. God, it's scripture. Thank you, Lord, for my viewing audience and my listening audience. In Jesus' name, amen. I just I'm just leaning over like what I just I just love all this. I hope you do too. Hey, let us hear from you. Um, we've had a wonderful kickoff to season four, all these shows, and I want to thank you. we've got a just a plethora how's that word of new shows coming up. We're excited about it. So if you haven't subscribed to us, subscribe now. just make sure you go to the subscribe area, click it, you'll never miss a show. and look. We could sure use your help. If you are looking to give to a 501c3 nonprofit, we are it. You simply go to anodontministries.com and click the donate, donate button, and we'll be there. And we gladly and thank you to receive it. I've got a new book coming, and we'll close it out. We'll be doing a whole show on it the new year. It's called Identity. It's at the printer right now. Critical, critical, critical. And I want to get that into your hands. But in the meantime, we're going to close off for show number one. And thank you so much for joining us. And I'll be back for show number two. Amen.